0: but I can help you go from barely surviving to parenting in a way that feels good for you and your child. So warm up your coffee and grab your earbuds. It's time to raise resilient kids. Hey friends, welcome back to Raised Resilient. I'm your host, Dr. Hillary, and I'm so glad you're here. In today's episode, we're talking about how to help your older child adjust to having a new sibling. This topic is so important because getting a sibling is a Big deal for a child, always. And we need to understand why that is, and we need to be prepared for it so that we can help our older child adjust. Because a lot of times, what happens, and I know this is what happened for me when we had our second child, and I feel like I say this a lot, but even though I'm a psychologist and I know a lot about child development, it totally caught me off guard that our oldest had such a hard time when we introduced him to our second child. It was such a big transition and I wasn't expecting it. So the ways that it was hard were really surprising and stressful, and I think I didn't always support him as well as I maybe could have if I fully understood and was prepared for what was happening. So this is an episode that if you're expecting another child, you're going to want to listen to maybe a couple times, and if you know someone who's expecting, now is the time to share this episode with them because when we can go into this transition being fully aware that it's going to be hard and it's going to be a thing, right, we will be so much better able to handle it. Because having a newborn is hard regardless, right? Introducing any child to your family, whether you're adopting, whether you're birthing a new child, is a big deal. And it's hard on us as parents, too, when we're sleep-deprived and overwhelmed and now trying to juggle a whole other person's needs. We can really get hit like a ton of bricks with this awareness that, oh, this is also really hard for my older child. So I think that happens a lot that we're caught off guard by how hard this is. And I want to be clear that you're not doing anything wrong by growing your family. Your older child's struggle to adjust to this new sibling has no bearing on what their relationship is going to look like down the line. And actually, the way that you respond to your older child when they are making this transition is going to have a lot of impact on how they're going to experience this little person, right? If you can help facilitate them expressing their feelings about this transition, your older child is going to be that much more open to getting to know this new person who has shaken up their world so profoundly. So we need to start with the mindset that this is a big freaking deal for our older child. I know I've said this before on this podcast, but one of the most impactful things for me in really understanding what a big deal this was for my older child was reading the book Siblings Without Rivalry by Adele Faber and Elaine Maslish. And this book is great, but the part that really stood out for me was an analogy that they used to sort of help us understand what it's like for our older child to get a new sibling. And you know I love analogies, so this was right up my alley. But they talk about how when you bring a new child into your family, your older child experiences it the way that you might experience it if your spouse came to you and said, hey, you know what, I love you so much that I'm going to get another spouse just like you. And you're going to need to make her feel really welcome and share your things. And I'm probably not going to be able to spend as much time with you while I'm really getting her acclimated to this new family. You know, of course, I still love you, but I'm just going to be kind of emotionally unavailable for a little while as she acclimates to our house. So good luck with that. We would, at least those of us in monogamous relationships, would be like, what in the world? There is no way we would be cool with that. That's what it's like for your older child when you bring a new child into the family. Think about the attachment relationship and how you are your child's source of safety. Your child knows on a biological level that they would not survive in this world without you. And when another little human comes into your world and takes your attention and your time, that feels very threatening to your older child. Now, as we all know, as parents, Our love as parents knows no bounds, so it's not like you have to give away some of the love for your older child to this new sibling, but our time and our attention and our ability to withstand stress, like those are finite resources, and our kids know that, they feel that, they sense that, so this transition feels really threatening to them, and for good reason. Things are really about to change, right? So I think we really need to go into this transition understanding that, understanding that this is big and we have to treat it as such. And speaking of mindset, if you have not yet downloaded my free guide, Six Mindset Shifts to Ditch the Overwhelm and Parent in a Way That Feels Good, this guide is going to be a wonderful place to start if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you feel like you've gotten off track in your relationship with your child, This guide is foundational to all of the things I believe are most important about parenting in a way that does feel good for us and for our kids. And if you're expecting, now is an especially great time to get this guide and read through it while you have the bandwidth now because things are going to get more difficult, more overwhelming, and it's gonna be really easy to sometimes not see your child and their behavior through the most generous lens. Sometimes you might have a really hard time assessing Especially once you bring that new child home, you might have a tough time seeing the good kid through the tough behaviors. So grab your copy of this guide if you have not already. It's totally free. You can get your copy at RaisedResilient.com forward slash mindset. Because here's the thing. We know behavior is communication. So when a child is stressed, we are going to see behavior go downhill. It's just that simple. And this is what happens When we bring a new child into our family, we often see the older child start to behave in ways that they haven't in months, years, maybe we might see more hitting. We might see more meltdowns. We might see behaviors that we've never seen before. And we might go, what the heck is going on? I get letters from parents all the time that say something to the effect of, you know, my three-year-old is just hitting constantly. It seems out of nowhere. I don't know what to do. And then further down in the letter, they mention the baby. Or, you know, my five-year-old seems to have these intense meltdowns and we don't know what's going on with her. And then they mention the younger sibling. And a lot of times the younger sibling by this time is a toddler or even a preschooler. And so parents are like, yeah, but that can't be the issue because the baby's been here for two or three years now. That can't be why my child is acting out. But actually, if your child has never had the safe space to process their feelings about this new person in their life, that absolutely can still be what's going on, right? Even years later. And even if you did give your child the space to express their feelings and really process this transition, that primal jealousy, that, oh my gosh, now I might not be able to get my attachment needs met because there's this other person competing for mom and dad's time and attention. That doesn't go away just because your child had some space to process when the baby arrived, this primal jealousy, these are feelings that need ongoing support in my family. And my boys are now five and eight. So this isn't something that goes away just because you've gotten through that initial transition. And I think that's really important to remember. So what you really need to understand, and I know I keep saying this, but it's that important, is just to keep in mind what a big earth-shattering deal this is for your older child and that it's often a big deal for a lot longer than a lot of us as parents think that it should be. So with those ideas in mind, I want to give you six strategies to support you in helping your older child adjust to a new sibling. The first one is sort of repeating what I've been saying this whole episode, but again, it's that important. So the first strategy is to expect some turmoil. Expect that this is a big deal for your older child. Expect that you are going to have some complicated feelings as you adjust to being a parent to an additional child. And this is true whether this is your second child or your seventh child that you're bringing home. It's always a big deal and it causes big feelings for everyone involved. Everyone needs extra love, kindness, empathy, curiosity and space to feel right now. I remember being blown away when I brought my second child home from the hospital and my oldest, who was then almost three, he looked at me with tears just streaming from his eyes and he screamed, put the baby down and give me a hug. Now again, this is the kid who was able to verbalize his feelings from a really young age, but I was floored by how big of an impact this had on him. I mean, we had literally just gotten home from the hospital like 30 minutes ago. And he was just beside himself. He needed me to show him that he was still important. And so I did. I set his brother down somewhere safe, let him cry. I said to him, I'll be with you in just a minute. Ben needs me right now. And I just scooped my little boy up and I held him. And I just held him, and we both cried because it was such a profound moment for me. I was like, oh my goodness, this is big. I will never forget that moment. And you know what's wild about it is that even after that moment, I still didn't really understand the impact that this transition was having on him. I was kind of like, oh, okay, cool. You got your feelings out. You expressed this. I gave you a hug. We're good now, right? Which is ridiculous looking back. But I think I was just so focused on taking care of the baby. And I kind of thought he would just be okay. I mean, This was a kid who was potty trained sleeping through the night in his own space. He was doing so well before we had his brother, and this was a really big shakeup to his world. So go in expecting that everyone involved is going to have complicated feelings. Go in expecting this to be a time of transition. The dust will settle. And yes, even after the dust settles, there are some ongoing complicated feelings between siblings, but your family will find a new normal. In the beginning, there is no new normal. It's all new, and you have to just give it space to settle and allow space for things to feel unsettled in the meantime. And speaking of space, my second strategy to help you support your older child in adjusting to a new sibling is to allow space for all feelings. Now, you might hear that and be like, uh, yeah, obviously, that's what I do already. I'm not going to stop doing that just because I have a baby. But here's the thing. Sometimes those feelings, when we say all feelings, Sometimes those feelings are really hard to sit with because here's what those feelings might sound like. I wish you'd never had my brother. I wish you could take my sister and put her back where she came from. I hate the baby. I wish the baby would just go away. In these moments, it is really hard to just sit there and hold space. We might have lots of big feelings ourselves. We might want to say, oh, no, 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 you don't mean that. You can't mean that. That's your brother you're talking about. That's your baby's sister. What are you talking about? You love the baby. You don't hate the baby. You don't mean that. But here's the problem with that. Now your child not only has these uncomfortable feelings that might feel really scary and even unspeakable and they finally get up the nerve to share these feelings with you and you say you don't mean that. That's not really how you feel. Now your child not only has these feelings that are uncomfortable and scary and sad and hard, but they feel alone with these feelings because you're telling them these feelings shouldn't exist. So when I say allow all feelings, I really mean allow all feelings. Allow your child's anger at their new sibling. Allow your child's wish that the sibling would go away or go back where they came from. This is so normal. It's not a sign that something's wrong with you or your child or the new baby or what you've decided to do in growing your family. I promise this is so, so normal. And it's actually really healthy if your child is expressing these things to you directly, because here's the other thing that can happen. The other thing that can happen is that your child might not express any frustration, anger, complicated feelings directly toward or about the baby but your child might start hitting you or having more meltdowns, right? Because we've talked about how meltdowns are kind of this outpouring of stress. When your child's ability to hold feelings and stress just gets to its full capacity, some of that has to spill out and that's the meltdown. If your child is struggling in other ways, oftentimes that's about the baby, but they don't feel safe to share that or they don't even know they haven't made that connection yet. They're not aware. And so when that is the case, I want you to create space for those feelings. I want you to find some private time with just you and your older child. And I want you to say something along these lines. This is not a script. This is just one example of what you might say, but you might say, Hey buddy, you know, I was thinking it can be really hard to get a new brother. I know that You were used to it just being you and daddy and me. And that felt really good. And now there's this new baby who needs mommy's attention and daddy's time and attention. And you might feel a little lost. You might not be sure where you fit in. You might feel sometimes like you both love the baby and you wish the baby wasn't here. You might feel two ways at the same time. And that might feel really confusing. And I just wanted to say that if you ever feel that way, I hope you will come to me and tell me because I wanna hear about it. Those feelings are totally normal. All kids feel that way sometimes when they're getting used to having a new sibling. So please come share that with me. I am happy to hear it and I will listen and I will help you with those feelings just like I help you with any other feeling. Now, allowing space for all feelings also means that you allow space for your own feelings. You might feel really angry that your older child is saying things about the baby that are hard to hear. That's okay, and you're not a bad parent if those things are hard for you to hear. You're normal, you're human. So allow space for your own feelings. Acknowledge to yourself that, gosh, that feels really hard to hear. Gosh, I really don't like hearing that. That makes me feel uncomfortable. That makes me feel scared for their future. And then remind yourself that all you have to do is parent the child in front of you. Remind yourself how normal this is. And if you need a minute, take a minute so that when you come back to your child, you can show up and really show them empathy and hold space for their feelings. So, my third tip for helping your older child adjust to a new sibling is to give it time. Now, I know I just said earlier that sometimes these feelings and these struggles between siblings persist for years and years and years. And yes, that is true. The sibling relationship is inherently complicated. Because it's where our kids learn to work through conflict. And that's really beautiful and that's really valuable. So if your children are older and still having conflict, join the club. So are mine. And it's normal and it's healthy. So that's not really what I'm talking about when I say give it time. When I say give it time, what I mean is that your older child will eventually come to understand your new family dynamic as their new normal. It's not always going to feel new- and uncomfortable. And the more you allow them to express their feelings, no matter how complicated or difficult, the more they will adjust and lean into this new family structure. So give it time. When things feel hard, remind yourself, this is for now. This is not forever. It will not always be this hard. Okay. You've got to have that perspective because I know when you have a new baby at home, it's really hard to have that perspective. I've been there three times. I know It feels like this is just your new normal. So just remember, this will get easier. Just keep holding space for everybody's feelings as best you can and repair when you don't get it right because you won't get it right all the time, okay? Now, my fourth tip is to respond to any physical aggression toward the baby with as little alarm as possible. Now, if you have not had your new child yet and you are still expecting that part might feel really scary to you. Oh my goodness, there's gonna be physical aggression towards the baby? Not always, there might not be, but a lot of times there is. A lot of times our older kids, especially when they're younger, okay, especially when they're two, three, four, they're still developing impulse control, their brains are still very underdeveloped, they might have a hard time handling these feelings that they have toward the baby. And sometimes it is overt aggression. And I've had that, my oldest child, we had moments of that with my second child when he was born. But sometimes it's more of a holding the baby a little too tightly, squeezing the baby a little too hard, almost like there's so much excitement that they couldn't contain. And the baby is little, and the baby is fragile, and so they're not treating the baby with the care that we would like. And what do we tend to do in those moments? Well, I'll just tell you what I did when this first happened. I freaked the heck out. I was like, oh my gosh, get off your brother. What are you doing? Yelled, screamed, primal mama bear came out. And my little, almost three-year-old looked horrified because he didn't want to hurt his brother. He didn't want to make me upset. Again, this is just how the feelings were flying out of his body, whether it was aggression toward the baby or whether he was just hugging him a little too tightly. In those moments, respond as calmly as you can. If you have already freaked out, that's okay. Repair that with your child and plan to stay close when the two of them are playing together, not just for your baby, but for your older child, because your older child doesn't want to hurt the baby. Your older child doesn't want to make you mad. And the thought that their impulses could get ahead of their rational brain is terrifying to them. So be there, be close, let your child know, you know what, Next time, I'm going to stay closer to help you stay safe, to help keep you and your sister safe. If your older child has been in any way aggressive, either overtly or sort of accidentally towards your younger child, please know that it's not that you have a bad kid. It's not that they hate their sibling. It is really hard for our little kids to control these impulses. It's normal. And we have to respond in a way that makes everybody feel safer going forward. If you haven't yet listened to my episode on aggressive behaviors, I think it's episode number 11, go back and listen to that because that will be really helpful here. But whatever you do, try hard not to respond in this very activated, freaked out way, because that's only going to make it happen more often because kids are wired to explore that. Like, oh my gosh, my mom just had this really big reaction. That's not normal from her. I got to figure out what this is about. Can she keep me safe? Am I still a good kid? Does she still love me when I do that? So the more we can stay calm and present, I know it's hard. I know it's hard. I've been there and I have freaked out myself. But the more we can stay calm and the more we can radiate this energy of I've got you, kid," the better this is going to be and the less it's going to happen. So my fifth tip is to protect your older child just like you do the baby. So this can take many different forms. It can take the form of literally protecting their play, and it can also take the form of prioritizing them sometimes. It can be so frustrating for an older child to be doing something, building a block tower, creating something, and to have the baby come in and mess it up. And we need to make sure that our older kids know that they still matter, they're still important to us, and that we're gonna protect their space, just like we're gonna protect their sibling. So one way you can protect your older child is to create a baby-free zone where they can play without worrying about interruptions or the baby destroying their stuff. So this might be your older child's bedroom. It might be a gated-off area of the downstairs. It might be your older child sitting up at a table somewhere. Protecting their play and protecting their space makes your older child feel like they're a priority. And that is so important in helping them adjust to this new little person. I also think it is so important for us to use our words and actions to show our older child that they are still a priority. So, just like I did in the story in the beginning when I talked about how my older child told me to put the baby down and give me a hug, right? I put the baby down. Yes, that meant that the baby cried for a few minutes. But I needed my older child to know that he was still important and my baby was safe and he was cared for. And it's okay that he was crying for a few minutes while I prioritized my older child. It's so important for our older kids to see us actively choosing them. So choosing to give them a hug, even though the baby is crying for a few seconds to literally say out loud, oh, hang on, baby, I'm going to help your sister on the potty and then I'll be right there. I know the baby can't really understand you, although I think our babies can take in our tone, right? I do still think that's comforting to your baby. And speaking of that, I am doing a whole episode next week on co-regulating with babies. So stay tuned for that because I'm going to say so much more about this idea. But I think it's really important for your older child to hear you say to the baby, hang on just a second. I'm going to help your sister right now. Hang on just a second. Your brother needs me. And it doesn't just have to be for basic needs, right? It can just be for a hug like it was for my child. And you can also say things to the baby like, oh my gosh, isn't your sister so helpful? I'm noticing how she's clearing her plate after lunch. That is so cool. Gosh, I hope she teaches you how to do that someday right? So you can kind of talk about your older child to their sibling in a way that shows love. You can do the opposite too. Look at how your brother watches you. He loves you so much. He's paying attention to everything you do. We can start to build this really beautiful relationship for them just by narrating some of what we're seeing happen. So that's really important. But we want to remember to show our older child through our words and our actions that they are still a priority. Which brings me to my last tip for helping you support your older child in adjusting to having a new sibling, and that is to carve out some one-on-one time for you and your older child. Ideally, you create five to ten minutes a day where you can really get on the floor and just observe their play, narrate what you see happening, and delight in them. Let it be completely led by your older child. Whatever they want to do, give this time a name. Make it a thing right? So you might say mommy and Stella special time, for example. This is such a beautiful way to connect and it doesn't require us to go anywhere or to spend money. We can do it while the baby's napping or laying on a blanket next to us on the floor, but we need to have our phone away, be paying attention to our older child and ideally having somebody else, maybe our partner, who can meet the baby's needs during that time. Now, I know there are times when that can feel really hard. Even five to 10 minutes can feel nearly impossible in those early days. And so I just want you to know that it's okay if you can't make it happen all the time. Any one-on-one time is going to go really far. And also, you might need to get creative about it. So one thing that we did was that my husband would wear the baby, While he was on a walk or he would play video games or he would be cleaning up from dinner. And so he would wear the baby in the baby carrier. Baby would take a nap and I would go upstairs and do bedtime with my older child because I really just wanted that special time and I wanted the routine of it. I wanted our special snuggle time. I didn't want to give that up. And so I used that special time with my older child. And most of what we did was just our regular old bedtime routine, but I would spend a few minutes before we started getting ready for bed, just being with him, just letting him show me his toys, letting him play and me just being there and witnessing that. And that was so important and so powerful. So carve out that one-on-one time. It doesn't need to be anything crazy. And if you are a fan of babywearing, Let me just tell you, it is such a game changer with multiple children because the baby can be napping and it's almost like you're having one-on-one time with your older child because the baby's there, but not really taking up your time or your energy in the same way that they are when they're not on you sleeping. So I took my older child strawberry picking. I took him to the zoo. We just did all sorts of fun things together. And it was just like it was just me and him. So that's another thought to keep in mind. Baby wearing is a game changer when it comes to having multiple children. So take the time to watch the YouTube tutorials or the TikToks on how to do it because it is so worth mastering, especially when you have more than one child. If you're noticing a theme in these tips, there is the theme of just allowing your older child to continue to take up that space that they need because it is so easy to let the baby take over and to say things to our older kids like, shh, the baby's sleeping. Don't do that. You're being too loud. Oh my gosh, quiet down. I can't do that right now. I've got to feed the baby. Oh, I'm with the baby right now. You're going to have to wait. Okay. When I'm done with the baby, then I'll come see what you want to show me right? There's truth to that. There is a reality to the fact that the baby takes up so much of our time and attention. And so we need to be present with those feelings of disappointment, yes. But where it's possible to not make it about the baby, right? To just say to your older child, you know what? Yes, I cannot wait to come and see what you built. I'll be there in five minutes instead of saying, well, I'm feeding the baby, so I'll be there when I'm done. There's no difference in the outcome there. But the language we use Can either support that relationship or make it more difficult, right? So I hope this episode was helpful. I know this is such a big transition in your family. And again, stay tuned. I've got some really exciting episodes for this stage of life when we have young babies coming up. So next week is about co-regulating with babies. And then in two weeks, I'm super excited because I am interviewing Rachel from Hey Sleepy Baby, and she and I are going to talk all about baby sleep and toddler sleep and how to do sleep in a way that works for everybody and feels good for you and for your child. So stay tuned for those episodes. I cannot wait. And as always, if this episode sparked more questions, please reach out. Dr. Hillary at RaisedResilient.com. I read every email and I would love to hear from you. Okay. So that wraps up our episode for today. I so appreciate you listening. And until next time, we've got this. I so appreciate you listening and being here. It really means the world to me. And if you are enjoying this podcast, leave a review and share with someone who could use this message. I really and truly believe that this is how we change the world. We spread the word about raising resilient kids, about being cycle breakers. So share this podcast, leave a review, and let's spread the word about raising resilient kids. Until next time, we've got this.